to the second edition of the News and Records HMS Extra Football Pep Talk Podcast of the season. I'm Joe Serrera. J.P. Mundy is on the physically unable to perform list this week, but he'll rejoin me next week. And this week I'm joined by Northern Guilford coach Johnny Roscoe to talk about his Nighthawks and their opener Friday night at home against Page. How does your team look heading into the first game of the season? Well, you know, it is hard to tell because teams we're playing, we'll be playing Page has already got a game under their belt. Mm-hmm. And for us, it's going to be, uh, you know, we'll still make those mistakes, which you usually do in the first game. Mm-hmm. And, and that that's going to be a problem we're trying to eliminate right now going over. But usually it, it, you'll see in the special teams or someone's mm-hmm. supposed to be somewhere they're not. And that's what we're working on to try to eliminate those problems or eliminate as many as possible. Mm-hmm. We've talked about this before, but what are your thoughts on having the first week of the season off? You know, you kind of like it at first, and all of a sudden everybody's played a game, and then, you know, say, well, they, you know, it, it creates a problem there, but at the same time, you know, we're going to play 11 straight where everybody else is going to have a break in between, and mm-hmm. I've done both, and uh, I like both. So mm-hmm. it's, uh, I, I guess, really, everybody else played a game, and it kind of, kind of sets you back in some areas because mm-hmm. if we'd had a game under our belt, we'd know where we may be weak or where we're strong and things we've got to work on or not. So, but we have no, uh, no say in what thing. We, we're ready to play or be mm-hmm. ready to play. Mm-hmm. What do you expect from, from Paige and Coach Kevin Gillespie's team? i tell you what, uh, you know, very few times a team is down 31 points and really they've got a chance to win the game. Mm-hmm. And uh, so that that. You know, really speaks a lot for keeping this team together, letting mm-hmm. them not lose their poise, and they came back with a with an opportunity to win. And that's all you expect in you know non-region games is just have an opportunity to win mm-hmm. and uh, play tough competition. That was a tough game for them, mm-hmm. and we're playing Page primarily because it's going to give us uh, you know the type of competition that we want to to start early in the season. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it seemed like they, they had a lot of trouble early in the game with just missed assignments, the kind of the kind of things that happen in first games. I mean, Co- Coach Gillespie said, you know, first game jitters, and you know, they really, it took them 15, 20 minutes of playing to work some of that out of their system. And, you know, that's, I guess, to an extent what, what your team's going to be dealing with a little bit, that, that you've got to work that stuff out too. Right, it's, it's going to take a half. I mean, mm-hmm. without a doubt, and, uh, mm-hmm. you know, as we look, Look at it. every game we played with them has been real close, except mm-hmm. for uh, the first one we ever played. I think it was about 35-14 or something mm-hmm. like that. So those are the type of things we've got to eliminate. Uh, you know, just just to prep. Once you get into the game mode, or mm-hmm. each week you're going to be doing the same thing. Uh, your players react a lot better than you know. We've had a break. We've given them a weekend off, right. uh, stuff like that. Now it's time to come back and play football and start school at the same time. Right. So. It is a little bit of a disadvantage. Mm-hmm. Um, I know from talking to you, you're not the kind of coach who gets hung up on individual accolades, but how do you think it's going to feel Friday night to coach a game at Johnny Roscoe Stadium, the stadium was named in your honor? That's something I don't know. I mean, really, uh, you know, when the game starts, everything, you know, you forget those. You forget uh, everything that's happened in the past, and you, you're dealing with the future. So mm-hmm. uh, a lot of people ask me, but I don't, I don't, I don't treat it any different, I guess. I think it's, if you're out of coaching, you know, it's, it's a little different than if I was sitting in the stands and, and, you know, that type of thing. So I'm actually coaching and trying to get our players so we hopefully we can win a game. And uh, So it's, it's a little different. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Kind of thing that 
will mean more to you when you're done coaching and you can kind of look back a little bit maybe? I think, yeah, several years down the road, it'd, be, it'd mean a great deal more mm-hmm. that I was able to coach in that field. Um, for fans who might not be familiar with your team, and obviously you haven't played a game, some things to watch for, you know, what, what your your style of play, how you describe it, and some players to watch going into the game? Well, our, I guess our style of play, we, we stress defense. Mm-hmm. And right now we're not we're not real good defensively, so uh, that, that's something that we're working on. Mm-hmm. Um, and we we multiple, you know, we'll we'll do spread lifts which they see on TV, and, mm-hmm. that, and also we'll come back and uh, and just run an eye formation or a power. We try to we'll come right at you. We've got all kind of different ways, and you know that's that's why we try to be more multiple instead of just being one one dimensional. Mm-hmm. And defense, we have really got to play well. I mean that's, and we've been fortunate uh, ever since our program's been here. Defensively, has carried us. And, you know, you said some players. I, you know, uh, for us to win games, it's going to have to be our defensive front and offensive front, our, mm-hmm. our offensive linemen, defensive linemen. You don't see them. You see defensive linemen more than the offense. Right. And, uh, but our offensive line still young, mainly all juniors. And, you know, we're not as big as the people we're going to face. Mm-hmm. Uh, Paige is going to be taller. And uh, if you do the average weight, they'll probably outweigh us maybe 30 pounds a man. And that's... That's going to create some problems because you know we're not the type team can block for a long count. We we've got to block and let our back get through. Get through so, mm-hmm. and that's why we rely on quickness. And you know we've we've got some people they've read in the paper, but you know I have last time I coached them they were in tenth grade and mm-hmm. they were just yeah. just you know regular players and now they're getting a lot of accolades and uh, I just. Uh, you know, I got to see them on the field when they act, when I'm actually coaching them in the game, and the, the clock is operating, and bam, it's, it's, it counts. We've got 48 minutes for them to show us what we, for us to show people what we can do. Okay, good deal. Appreciate you taking the time to talk to me. I'm going to move on now and talk about some other things. That was Johnny Roscoe, head football coach, Northern Guilford. They open their season Friday night, 7:30 against Page. Page is coming off. A 45-40 loss to Davie County where they were down 31, as Coach Roscoe pointed out, and fought back, had a chance. Give them one more play, and they would have had the ball back with a chance to maybe win that one. Um, Next, I'm going to break down four other games for Friday night. The first is Ragsdale playing at our number one ranked team, Dudley. Dudley's coming off a season-opening victory over Winston-Salem Carver, while Ragsdale fell behind 14-0 before rallying for a 30-14 win over Grimsley. Uh, the big story, I guess, in that one was the broken collarbone that likely ended the season, and he's a senior of the high school career of Tigers uh, quarterback Alec Cobb. First of all, just you know, want to want to wish him the best, speedy recovery, um, hard for hard for the team, even harder for him, and and best of luck to him. But Ragsdale didn't just lose its quarterback. Uh, the Tigers, in response to losing him, they moved Tevin Quick to the position. So Quick is an excellent wide receiver. They won't have him at wide receiver. They still have T.J. Parker, uh, another excellent receiver, but they figure to be a lot more ground-oriented with Tevin Quick at quarterback. And that's probably not a good thing for them when they're going against a Dudley defense that is always strong against the run. Uh, that's going to be a tough game for Ragsdale at Dudley on Friday night. Second game I want to talk about is number seven ranked Northwest Guilford, which is at Western Guilford. Uh, 
two teams on the western side of Guilford County. Uh, Northwest rallied to beat Smith 13-7 in its opener. A lot of turnovers in that game was scoreless at halftime. The Vikings have a lot of firepower, but they're still adjusting to some new schemes on offensive defense that were installed by first-year coach Jared Rolfs, who was here at Northern Guilford last year as offensive coordinator. And as J.P. Mundy, who covered that game for the News and Record, noted after Friday's game, they weren't as physical as they've been in recent years under former Northwest coach Joe Woodruff, at least so far. Um, still a lot of learning going on there, a lot of transition. Uh, Western, in its opener, uh, came back against Moorhead in a wild game. Uh, Western uh, scored to cut it to one with 15 seconds to go on a pass to Kevin Gessman. Um, he's their do-it-all athlete, plays defense, plays offense, kicks, punts. He had an extra point attempt to tie it with 15 seconds left. It was blocked. It wasn't his fault, just a breakdown up front. He scored four touchdowns, kicked four extra points in that one. Um, probably Northwest will have to score more than 13 points to beat Western, but the Vikings should be a lot sharper this week. Next game we want to talk about is Northeast Guilford at number six, ranked Southeast Guilford. This will be the opener for Northeast, the other team in the county that did not open on Friday night. Um, the Rams struggled a little bit last year. They went 3-8 and eight in the first year under Donovan Jackson as head coach. Tommy Persley was a longtime coach there. Uh, coach Persley retired and then came back. He's now the coach at uh, Tuscola High School out in Waynesville. Uh, struggled last year. Losing record does not go over well at Northeast. That's a traditionally strong program, and they're going to definitely want to try to right things. Southeast Guilford was dominant in their opener. They pushed around a decent Northern Durham team on the road. Uh, quarterback Bubba Craven and his receiver and defensive back Greg Liggs were good as expected, and running back Styles Jennings ran for 117 yards. So that's three people to watch for out of uh, Coach Fritz Hessenthaler's attack there, and that's going to make it very difficult for Northeast on Friday night. Next game we want to talk about is Grimsley at number nine, Southern Guilford. Uh, Grimsley got off to a strong start against Ragsdale on Friday behind uh, quarterback Malik Stimson. Through a couple of early touchdown passes, the Whirlies were up 14-7 when the Tigers lost quarterback Alec Cobb. Uh, but Coach Pat Neal's Whirlies are still really not deep enough against other 4A teams. They faded down the stretch like they did a lot last season, and Ragsdale came back in that one. Uh, Southern Guilford uh, showed in its 42-7 win over Eastern Guilford last week that they're more than just running back Reggie Gillespie. Gillespie obviously very good being recruited by most of the ACC schools, also with offers from Michigan State, Arkansas, some big-time programs. But uh, quarterback Nathan Stoner played very well after two seasons that were disrupted by injuries, and North Southern's defense really stepped up against Eastern after losing to the Wildcats last year. Stimson is going to test that defense but it's difficult to imagine Grimsley being able to slow Gillespie much. The last game we want to talk about is number 10 Andrews visiting Southwest Guilford in another high point matchup. Uh, Friday night, Andrews lost a 26-25 heartbreaker to high point central in the first battle of high point of the season. But the Red Raiders showed a lot considering all the talent they lost from a Class 2 AA state championship team last season. Uh, Coach Roddy McCoy's defense is going to be tested by another high point team, Southwest Guilford, that could score some points. Uh, Coach Eric Rainey's Cowboys rolled to a 49-20 win over Rockingham County. Uh, the breakout players for them in that game were receiver Jeremiah Brown with three touchdown catches, running back Eric Cunningham, going over 100 yards. 
Uh, Andrews will be ready come playoff time, as they usually are, but this one will probably tell us a lot more about what Southwest Guilford has and whether they can be a factor in the Piedmont Triad 4A this year. Thank you for listening to the HS Extra Pep Talk podcast. For more high school football coverage, visit news-record.com's HS Extra blog. You can follow me at JoeSereraNR on Twitter and read the print edition of the News and Record every day. Thank you.